everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 253 of the show. I am here in Viva Las Vegas at Eric Worre's house. And this is such a good training on vulnerability. I loved doing it. This is actually not for a network marketing company. This was for a dance team. And they are so awesome. I had so much fun. So I kept going on and on and on. Now, if you want me to train your team of at least 30 people or more in any profession, all you need to do is email ask, A-S-K, askjessielee at gmail.com. And if you can get 30 people live on a Zoom or more, of course, uh, this, this one had a couple hundred. I would love to do a training on any topic you want. So this training today is specifically on vulnerability and it is so powerful. You're going to be obsessed with it. It's so good. Their energy was crazy. I was feeding off of it. I could not get enough. So you're going to love it. And make sure if you want to be highlighted, you leave a five-star review wherever you listen to this. Make sure you subscribe. It means a lot to me. And if you feel compelled, screenshot it, put it in your story and tag me and some friends with your biggest takeaways. I read them all. I try to respond to every single one and I share quite a few of my story as well. Today's review of the show is Dama Alma. She says, I feel at home with JL, five stars. I absolutely love this podcast. My team loves this podcast. I struggle with chronic depression and still have to show up for myself and my team every day. Jesse Lee, I feel understood and seen and like I can show up regardless of when I get my daily dose. You're the best part of my morning and the fuel that inspires me to push through. Thank you so much. What a testimonial. Oh my God. I think you will love this episode of the show. And if you do, feel free to let me know. Love you guys. God bless you. Ciao. Jesse Lee and call me hashtag boss Lee. Oh, Imani and Tiffany know who I am. Okay. Judith, you really were getting it. Like I actually had to make a boomerang of you and your flashlight because that was extremely life-giving. So uh, I'm excited to be on here. Tansy, you're super inspirational. I know this group knows this about you as well, but uh, I love watching you. I love watching your squad do their thing all over social. Uh, I love it. And uh, the first thing I'll actually say is I, I reached out to you like what, like a month ago, you made some status and I was like, read Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Cause like I read all the, ca- like I'm a caption girl. I like telling the stories uh, and whatever you've gone through in your life, I will just tell you that you have a story and it's valid. Like let's start there. Uh, Cause I know sometimes we get, sur- like your life gets surrounded and clouded by other people's judgment and opinions and you're doing this wrong and you're whatever. Uh, and so I will tell you that, uh, I told Tansy one of my big shifts in my life happened in May uh, and like a, a, a long, crazy, whatever. We don't have time for all that. But I read Daring Greatly. I love Brene Brown. I have for years. I love her, her talks on vulnerability in general. But that book was, is, I heard you're reading it, is all about shame. Like, I don't care if you do Audible. I don't care if you read, like, a summary, like, Cliff Notes when you would, like, lie in middle school about reading the book. I don't care. Like, just get the synopsis. Read the book. Do whatever. Just trust me on this. Because Tansy posted something about things that are going on in her life. And I said, ooh, you have a shame thing going on right now. You need to read this book. And so I don't know who has read it. Uh, I won't ruin all of it for you or anything. But I will tell you, if you're going to step into your power, it's going to take a different level of ownership. It's going to take a different level of, hey, hello, hey, this is me. This is what I'm meant to be like. It's okay to be me. And maybe like write that down. It's okay to be you. Because so many of us have this thing about us where we we hold back. We play small. We, we show up as 
what I've been saying lately, if you follow me on anything, podcast, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, anything, like we dilute ourselves to try to fit in and you're not supposed to. Like, what is normal? I, I hate the word normal because normal to me is like, okay, normal people are what? $100,000 in student loan debt. Normal people have a really boring marriage. Normal people uh, are utterly uninspired. Normal people are in debt everywhere, not just student loans. Normal people go to a job five days a week they hate to drink on the weekends and party with people they don't even like. Like, And then it's Groundhog Day until the day they die. Like, no, thank you. If that's normal, don't sign me up for that. I'm so uninterested. I cannot even, okay? And you get to step into your own power when you decide I'm not going to let the shame of what other people think about me control and dictate my life. And ultimately, that's what a lot of you are probably doing right now. Like some of you probably, I'm just going to like try to make this for you. Some of you don't post your turn up videos on the gram because you know Tansy will repost them and you go, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't hit it right. Like I missed the whoa. I did the whatever. Like I can't twerk like her. Like I can't. <laughs> and so you, you like shame yourself as if you've been dancing for 430 years like Tansy. Like you haven't. Okay. Okay. Or maybe you have. I don't know. But like. All of them I see, I'm like, I watch them as an outsider, just so you know. And the whole time I sit there, I'm like, yes, yes, queen, yes. Like, I don't care. I don't know that you're supposed to do a left arm instead of a, like, nobody knows. Except for you. Because we've shamed ourselves so often in our lives. Like, I caught myself, let's like wrap it together. I was like, I am in a crappy relationship. Like, And I realized I was staying, I don't know who can relate to this, I was staying in this relationship because I knew that as soon as I made it publicly known that I was no longer going to be with this person, I was going to deal with the, oh my God, what happened? Oh my God, Jesse Lee, like, don't you want kids? Oh my God, like, you're in your 30s, like, what are you doing? Oh my God, Jesse Lee, seriously, you have that big house all to yourself? Oh my God. Like, I what was coming just like you know that tough conversation that's rolling through your head right now that you're like oh god I really don't like that part of my life that part of my story that part of whatever's going on in my life I know I need to change it but what my great uncle Sam that's yeah that works my great uncle Sam is going to say is going to like bother me Like, let's not be those people because if we're going to own our power, if we're going to say we're powerful men and women, if we're going to step into our own unique greatness, then guess what? You have to get through that. You have to step into it. You have to understand that what we're doing as part of the human race is we are innately trying to seek connection and belonging. And the irony of not sharing uniquely who you are and who God made you to be is that you are probably sitting at your house right now, wherever you're watching this, and you're having a hard time finding your people. And the only reason you're having a hard time finding your people outside of this your, your turn-up squad, right? But finding your people outside of this is because you are living what she calls this un... Well, she says you're trying to live for wholehearted living. But a lot of you are out there living like unwholehearted living, right? You're out there so worried about your personal life and, and, and you know, oh, let me protect myself from vulnerability, but you can't. 
You can't if you want to be a powerful woman. And so people see me on social media and like I, it's so funny. So like I haven't told the story yet at all because this happened just the other night. So like you get like a fresh JL story. Actually, both of those. I haven't really, really talked about that book either. But um, I was out at, I'm a, a, I live in a very bougie area. Okay. I'm in Frisco, Texas. It's like my dream location. I wanted to live here for so long. Um, I'm a member of the Dallas Cowboys private country club, <laughs> whatever. Okay, I like never go. Right. So I finally have started going because I'm like, okay, I need to like infiltrate these old men. Like they're so boring. Like I'm like actually sleeping right now. So you know what I mean? And like the women in their stuffy, like Hillary Clinton suits. I'm like, you don't want to wear that. Like put the leggings on. What are you doing? Stop. Okay. So like the people that try a little too hard, like clearly I tried really hard. Honestly, I'm doing Halloween makeup. And so I don't want to put anything on my skin until I go start painting a I'll, I'll give you the spoiler alert. I'm doing half Elsa and half Olaf tonight. So it's going to be gangster. So anyway, oh yeah, it's going to be really good. So anyhow, uh, at any rate, I, I decided I was going to start showing up at this Cowboys club because I live in this, I mean, I'm poor at this place. Okay. There are actual billionaires all over the place. Like you're not allowed to take photos. Cause like, I don't know, maybe, you know, whatever could end up on the internet. <laughs> so I go there the other night and somebody that I went with, who I am friends with, who is also a member of the club, she goes to introduce me to people and every single person she introduced me to, A, knew who I was. I did not know who they were, but knew who I was. And then B, like three of them started crying. They were so excited to meet me. And then one of them, actually the words came out of her mouth. She's like, I am so scared of you. I am so excited that I get to meet you. And I found out you're really nice and you're not scary. And oh my God, I just love you. And I say that because some of you are like, you're so scared to say what you feel. You're so scared to show up as the woman or man that you are. I see a man right on my page. You're like, shout out to Rick. Okay. I bet you he dances better than all of us combined. Okay. But like, I, I'm just telling you, we're so Oh, we're so scared to step outside of our box that ironically we're trapping ourselves in the box. And that's not where anything powerful comes from. I was able to build this huge brand. I was able to build this huge, these multi huge businesses, become a super successful investor, a super successful brick and mortar owner. I am ridiculous in network marketing. I'm like, I'm very multifaceted in everything I do. And it's because when people look at me, they go, Oh my God, she reminds me of no one. Like there's parts of me, you'll be like, her energy's bomb. That reminds me of blah, blah, blah. You'll be like, her story of growing up in poverty reminds me of blah, blah, blah. Her story of this. Okay, I see this, but I'm not like anyone else. Now I say that to you because wake up, Monique, Kristen, Imani, Stephanie, Karen, Megan, Brayden, Elizabeth, Tiffany, Megan, Christy, Dom, Judith, Chelsea. Chelsea, shut up, I love you. That's the huge, oh, now I don't, sorry, I didn't expect to see Chelsea out here, right? Like, that's the ironic part of this, is that you're not like anyone. Do you feel me on that? Like, there is only one you. God made one of you. Not two of you, not three of you, one of you. So why do we try to fit in so much? Why do we try to look like everybody else? Why do we say, oh, well, I like uh, the way that that outfit looks on her. Let me start to dress like that. Let me start to talk like that. Let me start to walk like that. Like, what if you just did you? What if you were actually authentic to who you are? Like, 
What does your life look like if you're being the best Rachel, Lauren, Allison, Rick, Glow? Is your name really Glow? That is really cool. Oh my gosh. Like, what does your life actually look like if you do that? And isn't it kind of cool if you get to find out? Yeah. So like, I, I want you to step more into your power. And first, you're going to have to acknowledge and declare your ambition, okay? And I say that mostly to the women right now because men tend to not have a hard time being like, I'm awesome. <laughs> okay? Most men are like, I was just born this way. It's just, it's wonderful. And it's funny because yesterday I was on, the, on a phone call with a friend of mine. He's like, you know, it's got to suck to be a single woman. Like I go out to bars or like, you know, we go out to dinner, him and his wife. Or I, and I'm like, I look around at the men and I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good for single women. I'm like, tell me about it. My God. Okay. But stop with this issue of declaring your ambition. Okay. If you want to be successful, you have to speak on it. Okay, no more apologizing for being ambitious. No more apologizing for wanting that body, that thing, that house, that car, that business, that whatever it is. Don't apologize for it. I love this about Tansy. Like, she does what she wants to do. Probably not with everything, but a lot of things she's like, I want to start a dance fitness thing. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to get my Zumba certification. Then that's not enough. That's not enough gangster for me. Like I'm going to need to branch out. I don't really know how it'll happen. I'm like making up a story in my head, but without, she's nodding. I was correct. Perfect. Not enough twerking. So I need to branch. Right. But like she does network marketing. I don't know. She still does, but she did. Right. And she's like, Oh, I want to be successful at this. Here's how I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to do this. And there's no apologies about it. You know, I heard a quote one time. I just loved it. They said, uh, none of you are actually fearful of failure. Like a lot of people are scared. They're like, I'm just scared of failing. I'm so scared of failing. No, you're not. You're scared of how wildly powerful and successful you might be if you actually step into it. And I'll tell you, like, that's a battle that I deal with all the time because I know I'm powerful. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like, what happens? Can you actually balance it all? Can you have the good friendships? Can you have the good relationships? Can you have the money, the houses, the cars, the trips, the whatever? And I'll tell you, yes. Just step more into that. Even if you don't know anybody who's personally done it, I'm telling you, what if you are the first? Why not? What if everyone else is just playing small, including you, right? Seek out that, you know, declaring of the ambition and find people who have done things like that. Do you want to be a vet? Well, then maybe talk to other vets. Do you want to be another dance fitness instructor? I don't know. Talk to Tansy. Do you want to be a millionaire? Well, then why do you take business and financial advice from people whose bank accounts look more like, a, like an emergency telephone number, okay? I'm not taking fiscal advice from someone who lives in Australia. That's like Australia is a zero, okay? Like if you're dialing zero in your bank account, I'm like literally not going to talk to you about how I make money. I'm not going to talk to you about investments. I don't want your advice on entrepreneurship. I don't want your advice on how to build a business. You don't know how to build a business. So why? Like, but we do that. We do that. And then what you got to stop doing, but you do it when you talk to little negative people is you start with the negative self-talk. And then it's like, you can't shut it down because everything's negative, 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 negative. Like if you want to have something in your life, if you want to claim and own your power, then I need you to start talking to people who believe in you and gas you up. I'm going to guess that's why you show up on Sunday nights to have this kind of interaction. Because you knew that some, like, you didn't know what was going to happen unless you knew me already. But you're like, oh, maybe. Like, this is it. like, you're here for something better. 
Some of you probably literally were like, oh, husband of mine. Yeah, so um, I have a very important meeting at 7 o'clock. So I'm going to have to like, I'm going to have to go. Like you take care of the kid. Like you just needed this mindset hour or however long I talk for, right? But that's okay because a lot of people let all the negative people in their head and then they start to go crazy. And some of you are so negative in your own self-talk. You are your own worst enemy. And how are you going to be a woman of power like you deserve to be if everything you're doing is negative, 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 negative self-talk? Try positive, right? Like every day my feet hit the ground. Oh, it's going to be an awesome day. Then I just start talking to myself. Oh, you look good today. Oh, look at that booty though. Oh, hey, hey. Like I walk past mirrors. I don't care how frumpy in my head. I kind of think I look because you know, with all those moments I'm like, Oh, you fine. Oh, she's it's alarming. And then I keep walking. Like I'm talking to myself constantly, constantly. And you need to start being positive to yourself too, because nothing can sabotage you stepping into your power more than if you start letting all this negative self-talk dominate your thoughts and therefore your emotions. You're going to be paralyzed. Some of you are paralyzed. You're paralyzed from taking action. You're paralyzed from taking opportunities. You're paralyzed from having conversations. You're paralyzed with the shame and all this starts coming together and it's like a perfect cyclone storm in your head. It's ruining your life. So I will tell you, you need to replace it with positive and you need to replace the negative people with positive people. It's like some of you are shocked your life is negative right now and you're like, what is wrong with me? Why is this happening? And then if you would actually listen to the thoughts in your head, like think of the ways you speak to yourself. And those of you with children, does anyone have kids on here? I know some of you must have kids, right? It's like, if you're not going to stand up for yourself, I want you to stop for a second and I want you to think if somebody walked into your house and spoke to your children the way you're speaking to yourself. Ooh, you're fat. Ooh, you can't even dance. Oh, you're a loser. You literally have no friends. Actually, nobody cares about you. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get a text back because you're this, 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 this. Imagine if it was your baby. Okay, so if that gave you emotions or chills or whatever, I want you to think about the most important person in a child's life. Oh, right. It's their parents. So if you are some diluted, powerless version of yourself showing up not confident, not powerful, not ambitious, not the best version of you, well, then you're continuing generational curses. And I'm going to guess you're not a normal person because you're on this call. So I'm going to guess it's partially your duty to break the generational curses. Just going to guess, right? So I want you to think about that because if you aren't willing to stop the negative self-talk, then everybody's going to continue the negative self-talk and just talk in general. They're going to tell you they don't believe in you because you're standing there and you're not believing in you. People, people, don't, people don't talk to me like that, right? You don't come knocking on my door telling me I can't run a business. I can't have this. I, oh, you would never. Because think of how I show up. My posture is like, hey, failure? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Sorry, that's like literally not in my vocabulary. <laughs> okay, try me, right? So you wouldn't. My posture is too powerful. So maybe it's one baby step in that direction a day. Maybe it's one little step of positive, positive, positive to get you where you need to go. 
I think that's perfectly acceptable. But you can't keep staying in the same negative mindset and think something's going to change. I can promise you it's not. I can promise you it's not. Okay? Next thing if you want to... If you want to be more powerful is, oh gosh, this is a good one. Okay. Speak your mind. Okay. Speak your mind. Share your opinions. Like how many times have you been in a meeting? Have you been in a conversation with a loved one where you have exactly what you want to say in your mind and you leave the conversation and then come on now, don't lie to me. How many of y'all like an hour, not even an hour later. It's like 10 minutes later, you left the conversation and you're literally like, oh my God, I should have said, oh, let me like, oh, I know exactly what I should have said. I should have, oh, next time they say that, my comeback song going to be so good. It's going to be this, 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 I got it. I got it. I know what I'm going to say, right? Like, well, it's too late, sister. Sorry, Andrea, uh, your window has passed, right? But how many of us do that? She's like, oh man, how many of us do that though, right? We don't speak up. We don't, we don't share our opinions. And then we're sitting in bed at night. We can't sleep because the, the scenario is running through our head. Oh, I should have said this. Should have said this. Should have said this. Oh, I had a better idea. Well, then why didn't you speak up? Right? You need to own the power of your intelligence. You need to own the power of your own opinions. You, you know what? I get it. You want people to think you're brilliant. You want people to think you're smart. You want people to think you're funny. You want th- people to think you're beautiful. You want people to think you're creative, whatever. And maybe your idea is not actually that good and it's going to get shut down. But so what? So what? Like, I, st- I don't know why I still remember this. Actually, probably because it's been like a theme of my life, right? Uh, all right, this is like random story. So uh, I have a brother who is only a little bit older than me. Like not quite Irish twins, but like parents probably shouldn't have been doing the, the nasty like that close, you know? <laughs> Whatever. So like he's not much older than me. So we also look a lot alike, like same faces. And since I have no makeup on, like if he sat here, you know, like he doesn't talk like me, but we look the same, okay? So... He, is, he was one year older in school then than me. And we had this geography teacher, Mr. Kirkendall. This is how traumatic this is, right? How many of you remember your traumas like it was yesterday, but then somebody tells you something good about your childhood. You're like, I don't remember that. But let me tell you about this one time. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm sitting there in geography class. And as soon as they said my last name, uh, Mr. Kirkendall goes, oh my gosh, you must be so smart. Because I had your brother last year. He's the smartest person I've ever taught. And I immediately was like, anyone been there with something? Like, it doesn't have to be geography class. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, there is a standard of what I'm supposed to be. And, like, I better be quiet unless I'm 100% sure of all the answers because I don't want to be embarrassed. That's not exactly powerful, though. And so then that entire semester, I kept playing so small in a class that quite frankly I was it would have been my jam I still got A's because I'm a nerd but like I wasn't like a standout player or anything by any stretch of the imagination and I still remember like here's an example I mean this is this is this is deep I've never shared this I still remember he would do these little like quizzes at the beginning of class like out loud and then you could get like bonus points like Tansy gave bonus points for those of you dancing your faces off at the beginning of this okay he literally says, what is the, uh, the, co- the conference that happened last night with the president and blah, blah, blah. And like, I knew it was the State of the Union. I know what it's called. He's like, what is this called? I literally was like, nobody raised their hand. I refused to raise my hand. 
Because, like, I knew it, but then I kept thinking, oh, my God, but what if I don't know? What if it's the wrong answer? What if I don't know? What if I make a fool of myself? How is that? And obviously not geography class, but what is bothering you, Allison or Brooke or Jessica or Ashley or Diana? Like, there's something that you're being really quiet about, and you know you need to talk about it. Like, you need to talk about it. So, no, every single one of your ideas is probably not perfect. It's probably not the best idea ever. Whatever. But what if it is? Like, there were a lot of times in my career as an entrepreneur for nine years now where people said, whoa, big mistake, huge mistake. Whoa, what are you doing? Oh, that one, no, oh, she's going to fail. She's going to make a mistake. Oh, that's going to, oh, that's a bad one. Oh, you're going to trust that CEO. Oh, my God. Oh, she's getting close to, oh, uh, uh, uh. Like, my whole life is like this. My whole life. But now I'm the number one network marketing female in the world. Like you don't, you think of the company I'm part of, if you were to know it, you don't think about anybody except for our team. You just don't. It's like everybody else is irrelevant. They're not. Like I love them. They also build. But that's literally what's happened because I went, screw it. You don't want me to build online. I'm going to build online. You don't want me to have this system. I'm going to do this system. You don't want me to dress like this. Oh, I'm definitely going to dress like that. You don't like when I shave my head. I shave my head. Like, oh, you don't like colored hair. Well, I do. Like I just started being me more authentically. Every single one of you knows the authentic version of yourself. And if you don't try something out, there's a reason they say, oh, when a woman changes her hair, she's about to change her life, right? I think that when women change their hair, they change their life because they're trying to figure out exactly who they are. God bless black women. They change it every week sometimes. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I'm so jealous, right? Like, it's amazing though. Change your life. Figure out stuff about you that turns you into who you are. And then it just turns into, you want to be more powerful? Acknowledge you do have fears. There's nothing wrong with fear. Anybody who says they're fearless is an actual liar, okay? It's more like, Feel the fear and do it anyway. Step into that anyway. It doesn't matter. Like you're not alone if you have fears. We all do. It's just like I talk a lot when I coach people and I say, we all have vulnerabilities and we all have very real traumas. But there are people right now on this call who you literally don't share your traumas and you don't share your vulnerabilities because you're sitting here and you think nobody could relate, they would be like, oh my God, like she's a disaster if I said something. You have no idea because that is how people connect. There's a reason I literally don't show up. Like this is very like network marketers, especially like you want to show up business casual. You have to have your hair done. You're like, ah, no, (laughs) no. I waxed my eyebrows though. So, you know, that's an improvement. All right. Like I don't have time for all these things. It's just not my style. But, uh, I just lost my train of thought because I showed you my freaking eyebrows. Are you kidding me? Good Lord. All right. ADD. My bad. Ah, shoot. That was probably really good. Somebody bring me back where I was. I don't remember where I was. Something about being fear, fear, fearless. I don't know. Psychopaths. I don't know. We'll get back on track in a minute. I'll just keep talking. It'll come back to me. But in general, oh, vulnerabilities. I don't show up looking all glammed up and I don't show up and start a call by telling you about all the good stuff that's happened in my life. I very intentionally usually we'll start a call like this. And I say, like, if people don't know me, I'll say, just so you know, I started as an entrepreneur. It's a true story, by the way. I started as an entrepreneur. I was living in a basement. I didn't have my own bathroom. I had to share a kitchen and my rent was getting increased by $300 a month. 
So I didn't have that money because at my corporate job, I was going a little more broke every two weeks, just like most normal people, like we ever talked about normal people. Uh, and I didn't have $300. So I had until the end of the month or the first of the month to either figure out how to make another $300 or be homeless. And that was nine years ago. Like it's a long time ago, but it's also not, you know? Uh, and so I put it on a credit card put a, put a business starter package on a credit card. And, uh, I am this close to the, uh, eight figure club nine years later. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of doll hairs. Okay. Like, and I don't say it to make you be like, Oh my God. But can you imagine if I started this call by being like, hello, hello. So I'm a multi, 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 multi millionaire. There's a Lamborghini, a Porsche and a Range Rover in my garage. And I live alone in a $2 million home. How y'all doing today? You'd be like, can we turn her off? Can we turn her off? Can she shut up? Like, we don't like her. Tansy, what were you thinking? Like, she needs to go. Like, I don't like her. Okay? Instead, I'd rather tell you that I literally grew up in poverty. Or already told you that. I started as an entrepreneur for $300 a month. I grew up in a household with a ton of domestic violence. I was raised by my grandparents, for those of you who don't know me. I have three siblings. Like, my dad I sent to jail when I was nine years old. Like, there's a lot. That's where we connect. But some of you are over there and you want to be powerful. But the things that make you the most powerful are your vulnerabilities. The things you literally don't tell anyone. That's the magic. The magic's not in being perfect, but we want to be perfect people. It's not possible. And that's where I say acknowledge your fears. Because you're so scared to share because you think you're going to be alone. But you're actually alone or feeling alone right now because people don't know those parts of you that are so powerful. And I don't believe in broken people. You might be bent. Some of you are probably pretty bent on here right now, meaning your life is going nuts. You feel like it's spiraling out of control. You don't know what is, what is going on. You're not broken. You're still here. You still have a heart beating in your chest. And you matter. You matter. So take back your power by acknowledging what you're fearful about And then go take a new risk. Because every time you take a little bit of a new risk, every single step is bringing you closer to owning your power. Every single one. And I said, you know, something about this group in general, but one of my biggest tips around stepping into power is always build a supportive network. You cannot create a successful life in a vacuum. You need to seek advice from mentors, seek advice from sponsors, seek advice from people who are better than you, okay? People that will champion your ideas and tear them apart and build them back up again. And something a a really good friend of mine, he's a New York Times bestseller, he told me one time, I just love this. He's like, you know what, Jesse Lee, it's funny because people are so scared of successful people, like they don't want to talk to them. And he's like, I don't think they know that successful people are just like, fumbling through life also and just figuring out everything as they go like nobody wakes up and is like ah forex it came to me in my sleep now i know how to trade forex thank you god for putting it in my head nobody wakes up and goes ha dance fitness i got it i know exactly the business plan i know exactly what i need to do not a problem just came to me like a shooting star into my brain no it's not a thing we stumble and we fall and we ask questions so if you want to be more powerful get around more powerful people you become like the five people you surround yourself with i know you know this but common sense ain't so common 
If you're around five broke people, I bet you're the sixth. If you're around five toxic people, I bet you toxic. If you're around five really positive, uplifting, high vibe people, bet you number six, we gonna be friends, right? Like, think about it. Think about it. Think about the pack that you roll with. Who is your squad? Who are they? Surround yourself with more people like that. Get around this community more. And find, there are over 100 people on this call. I know y'all don't all know each other yet. Why? Your best friend is probably sitting on this flipping call. Are you kidding me? You just don't even know. Go have a conversation. Go submit more of your twerking videos so Tansy can repost them and you can reach out and say, hey, right? You have to. And then I am so over on time. Like I'm going to be late to my next call, but it's okay. I want y'all, if you want to be more powerful, you have to practice self-care. Okay. This one's really hard for me. I just wrote a status about it like last night or yesterday or something like that. We all have avoidance behaviors and it is stopping you from being the best version of yourself. Like journal on that, meditate on that. What is your avoidance behavior? What are you doing instead of what you know you need to do, sister? Okay, look, so it's funny. (laughs) It's not funny. It's very sad. My avoidance behavior is work. (laughs) God, it's terrible. Okay, so this is me. I get asked out by like super hot dudes. I'm like, oh my God, like I have a Zoom call. (laughs) Sorry, maybe next week. I'm terrible. Like this is bad, right? I'll be like, oh, I should probably, you know, like get dressed and, you know, go about my life. But look at that book that needs to be read so I can go to a Facebook live. Like I'm psychopath. Okay. I'm crazy. I love to work. So I'm like, Oh, well I just finished that and I was supposed to go on a nature walk. I've got a better idea. How about I go upload a podcast? It's it's I'm incorrigible. Like it's crazy. That's mine. Some of you, it's like vacuuming. You're like, Oh, Oh, I know I need to go work my business or my job or take care of my relationship. But like that dust bunny on the floor is just not going to sweep itself up. Hmm. Better get to that. Right. You've already eaten dinner. You're like, oh no. So I better like prep breakfast tomorrow. Let me make a little snacky poo. I'll make the husband so happy. You are doing, you are avoiding something, sister. Stop that. What are you avoiding? Cut it out. Your life, whatever you want it to be is you're never going to have it. If you're avoiding the hard stuff for you and When I say practice self-care, I am promising you it is so powerful. It is so powerful, okay? I know that like a lot of us, it looks like a lot of us are similar age range in general. If you grew up in any kind of age range around mine, I remember it being like, work harder, work harder, and then you'll be more successful. Just keep working harder, 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 harder. It's like implanted in our heads. And I will tell you the most success I have is when I slow down to speed up. Write that down. It's a good one. Slow down to speed up. Whatever that is for you, right? Like, is that massages that you're avoiding? Is that the gym that you're avoiding? Like, you know, you need to go because when you sweat, you feel better or the dance, you're not doing your dances. There we go. Right. Your dance fitness. Um, are you not stopping and having date nights? Right. Like, and you're then wondering when you're, why your relationship is strained, you know, are you not reaching out to your friends? You're doing an avoidance behavior instead of sending gratitude texts or something during the day, right? Self-care is not selfish. It's not. And if you want to be powerful, you need to be 
the best version of yourself. You need to come from that calm, empowering energy. Like I know I have loud energy and it's big and it's crazy and whatever, but it's very calm. Like anybody who knows me, everyone's like, she's the calm in the storm. You never know if she's, if she's angry, if she's sad, if she's whatever, she's just Jesse Lee. But that's so powerful because then people aren't scared of you. They want to be around you. They want to be part of your energy. They want to be part of whatever it is you're doing. Like there's been, to- there's been many times I watch Tansy and I'm like, I should probably just buy that program. I don't know why, but like, I just think that she's great. You know, like I do, I don't know when I would do it. I don't know how to, I mean, Lord, I feel like I, where are those shoes? You guys remember those like high top pink shoes? I almost bought it just cause I was like, those are some, sh- I like shoes. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to join just for some, I feel like I want the swag that comes with this whole squad. Okay. But it's because when you look at something and you say, I know that energy comes from self-care, it shifts everything. Okay, it shifts everything. And, uh, and I actually want to address something really fast because Tiff says, I have a date tonight. I pushed it back later so you can make tonight's call. There are differences as well. So, and not, not to make you, this is not to make you feel bad, but this is like just to clarify what I'm saying because sometimes I know I, I speak really quickly and then things can be misunderstood. What I'm actually saying is there are some things that are time sensitive that have to get done. But just make sure you still go on your date. Make sure you still give your partner the time and affection and attention they deserve as well. I don't, I was bad at that, okay? So like, take it from me. Don't push back, push back, push back, push, 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 push. Make sure you're taking times for things. And if you're somebody who, uh, who knows that you have a hard time with the scheduling and all that stuff and you want to be more powerful, etc., okay, then all you really need to do is put it in a calendar. Get some alarms that go off. And then, hey, see, she's already got her book out. She already knows. Okay, I'm a big fan of Google Calendar. And just schedule that time that is sacred for you, whether that's you and your partner, you and your self-care, you and your meditation, you and your whatever. But to be the most powerful version of yourself, it's authenticity. And then it's making sure you're coming from a place where you are a full version of yourself by slowing down so that you can speed up. 